All right, all right. How's everybody doing today? Good morning. How's everybody doing this morning? How's everybody doing? Good morning, good morning, guys. Good morning, everybody. Hey, last day of the month. All right, all right, all right. How's everybody doing, guys? It is Friday. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good morning, uh, Capital Chevrolet, WKXAM, here in Austin, Texas, live. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Looking good, looking good. Hope everybody's having a good morning so far. Hope, hopefully, everybody had a great weekend. Today is Friday. Who's ready to make it happen today? Raise your hand. All right, all right, guys. How you doing this morning? It is a beautiful, beautiful Friday. Good morning. All right, all right. Good morning, guys. Good morning, good morning. So I want you to really think about it and tell me, what do you think is something? This is not secret sauce, by the way, right? We were missing a very, very key piece. And that's why maybe it wasn't happening on a consistent basis to the extent, to the potential that we knew was here or is here right now. Which, by the way, right now, we are failing. Okay? And I didn't come all the way from Austin to crap you all out. We won't make it a crappy meeting. But I just want you to be aware. See, because sometimes we want to tell ourselves, hey, I'm doing great, even when we're not. I mean, I could, I love to sit here in front of you all and say, man, I'm an amazing husband. And I spent two days with the girls. I took them here, took them there, make sure they were ready for bed on time, fed them, make sure that they let her rest. Man, I'm husband of the year. But am I? No. Not even close. Still got a lot of things I got to work on, right? I can listen better. I can be more empathetic. I can ask her more of like, hey, what are your needs? How can I, how can I serve you better? Okay. Many, many. I can listen better. I think I talked about that many times. There's so many things I can do as a partner. Okay. So I want you to tell me right now, I want you to think about what are some of the things that you feel like make a business successful like that overnight. I already said the word earlier. What, what did I say? Mindset. Okay, so let's talk about that. What, let's unpack that a little bit more. Because I can come in here and say, hey, guys, you got to have the right mindset. What about mindset? So, Alan, what do you think? Okay, so that's number one. So let's write down attitude. So one of the big things about mindset, let's write it down, guys. It's having the right attitude. All right. So let's unpack attitude. Let's not just say, hey, having the right attitude, because that's easy to say that. Oh, you just have a good attitude. Can everybody in here say, I got a good attitude today? Raise your hand if you think you have a good attitude. Okay. You should be raising your hand. Okay. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to prove that to you right now. Okay. So let's unpack attitude. Does attitude mean, hey, it's all good in the hood? What do you think, sir? Isaac, do you think that's it? Okay, attitude is more than that. So let's, let's unpack that. Who, who can tell me what is it about attitude that's going to give me the right mindset? Yes, sir. Okay, so attitude, how I deal with hard things. Okay, now we're talking about work right now, right? We're not going to get too much into the life, you know, aspect of it. So let's just talk about work. Hard things. What would be something hard? Let's unpack that. We're going to unpack everything today. So what is something hard that we deal with here at work? Frustration. Okay, let's write that down. So when I'm frustrated, how do I deal with that? Do I have the right attitude? Do I have the right mindset? Okay, now let's unpack frustration. What would be a reason why I wouldn't have a good attitude dealing with difficult things and being frustrated? Give me one reason. Having a bad day. Okay, that's too general, but you did good. Okay, what's up? What's, somebody give me one example. Okay. 
Okay, we get somebody with bad credit. Okay, right. Can't get a deal done. Let's write that down. So that would be one reason. Can't get a deal done. Appointment doesn't show up. Customer can't make up their damn mind. How about that one? Is that frustrating? Okay, all right, okay. Customer lied. Is that frustrating? Okay, I failed to follow the process and now I'm struggling. And now I'm frustrated. Because what happens when I follow the process, I'm, I'm being yelled at at the sales desk. Hey, you didn't, get, you didn't go on a test drive. You didn't do a service walk. You didn't do all these things. And not that we want you to just do things for the sake of doing things, but because of you failing to do so, now you're struggling. Correct? So, so my attitude is good, right? So I'm going to fix this. I'm going to challenge myself. If I make a mistake and I fail to do something, Mauricio, right? And now things get hard because we talked about getting hard. And when things get hard, I'm frustrated. How am I going to fix that, Renee? We'll go back to the first word. Changing my mindset. Change. You see where we're going here? We're going to go in this big old circle. And this works with everything in your life, by the way. Everything. Everything. So don't just throw around the word mindset not knowing what the hell it means. Don't just go around going, oh, the mindset. A lot of people, like, listen to me, and they re regurgitate it. It's the right word. They just repeat shit I say all the time. And it sounds like it's me talking. I watch these videos on, on, on Facebook. I'm like, damn, that sounds like me. I think I've said all those things. I mean, it sounds exactly like me. And I'm like, damn. That's pretty awesome, right? But you don't want to just say the words for the sake of saying them. You want to say them because you understand them, right? So mindset, guys, mindset. Mindset means that whenever things get frustrating, when things get hard, and here's the reasons that I could get frustrated in, I am prepared. Because you see, I need to be prepared, right? Because think about it. On a normal dealership, normal business, what happens when things get hard, Chewy? They get frustrated, right? And what happens when they get frustrated on a, on a normal, on most places? What happens? I'm out of here, man. That's it. Can't handle this. You know what? I don't need shit right now. I don't need to be listening to this. I, I, that's the last thing I need to hear right now. True or false? True or false? Okay. So what are we going to do? Are we going to handle it like that? No. We're going to do the matrix move, right? Things come out of us and we're like, right? It's not going to bother us, right? Alan used to love the matrix. Remember that when I first came? <laughs> so so I, I have prepared myself to do what? To deal with hard things. I'm not going to let things get to me as much. Why? Because I already know. See, what happens is this. We go out there, right? To wait on a customer, we pick up the phone to try to make an appointment. We answer a lead, and we are expecting things to go a certain way. True or false? But when things don't go that way, then a few things happen. One, we get frustrated. Two, we give up. Right? Three, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. And why is the reason why we don't know what to do? What do you think, Ozzy? We weren't prepared. So how do you get prepared? Training. Practicing. Training. 
saying, okay, what do we, what do we think we're going to deal with in the month of September here at Bravo, at both locations? What are we going to deal with? We're going to deal with what? Shortage of inventory. There you go, right? So how are we going to deal with that? What do we need to do to overcome that? We got, oh yeah, we got to get more cars. We're working on that. I sent a mass text to all the managers yesterday. We know we're going to get Hyundai Elantras. We're going to get Corollas. We're going to get Honda Accords. I drove up and down this thing yesterday about 10 times. And I'm like, well, shit, there's a Toyota store across the street. I'm sure they sell a bunch of Toyotas. Let's get some damn Corollas and some Camrys in here. And then I said, we need some Honda Accords. We need some Jeep Compasses. We need some inexpensive vehicles. We can't just have Maseratis and Lexus out there. Because come on now, let's be real. Who's coming in here? They ain't all wearing a Rolex, if you know what I mean. Maybe a, maybe a Folex, right, Chewy? Okay, it's a little lighter. It doesn't weigh as much, right? But it looks the same. And the sweep is just a little, you get, you know, just a little, almost there. It's an almost Rolex, okay? <laughs> all right, so, so we know what we're gonna deal with. We're gonna deal with shortage of inventory. What else are we gonna deal with? Okay, well, hang on. Back credit, good. Thank you, Alan, thank you. As they already said it. All right, so shortage of inventory. We need to buy cars. What else do we need to do? Because you can't really do anything about that, by the way. So salespeople, BDC, what do we need to do since we're dealing with shortage of inventory? Hmm, where's my board? No board? All right, here we go. Ready? We need to sell the appointment better. The experience. So we need to become masters, okay, at getting people in here. Where's Eric uh, Hopkins? Is he here today? Okay, where is he? Is he on the screen over there somewhere? Uh, Eric Hopkins, Eric Hopkins. His phone says blank. Okay, there he is. Okay, all right. So we do not, do not. Hey, can everybody hear me by the way? Because you need to hear this real quick. We yeah. do not. Everybody say, we do not. We do not. Say it louder. We do not. Say it louder. Give me it. We do not. Qualify. Qualify. Okay, now I want you to say, we do not qualify. Say it. We do not qualify. Okay, new lady in the back. I know your name, but I just, I'm going blank right now. Tell me your name. That's right, Carolyn. Carolyn, what do I mean by we do not qualify? Tell, tell everybody what that means. Stand up. Everybody give it up for Caroline, guys. All right. And get excited about it. Tell us. Everybody say, tell us, Caroline. Okay, let's give her a win. Way. That's all right. Have a seat. Have a seat. You're good. All right. No, you're good, Caroline. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to help you out. I know I'll put you in the spot. You're new. All right. True. I mean, Renee, get up. Stand up. All right. Let's go. Give it up for Renee, guys. Don't be haters. I didn't hear as many claps. All right. That's okay. That's okay. All right. So this is the, let's get up for Renee 2.0. How about that? Let's go. Okay. All right. Here we go. Renee. Everybody say, tell us, Renee. Tell us, Renee. What do we, what do we mean by we do not qualify? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But what? Yes, absolutely. But tell us more about it. What does that mean? So I'm a new guy. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, pre-qualification over the phone. Tell us what that means. Yes. We don't. We do not. We're not the bank. Okay. Meaning what? Okay, it is not our job. Thank you, Renee. Thank you. It is not our job. Give it up for Jesse Jazz, guys. Let's go. Come on in. Come on in. 
Okay? You're in the hot seat. All right. So we do not qualify our customers. We do not qualify our customers. Not over the phone, not on the BDC calling. So we don't say what questions would be a question that we ask when we are trying to qualify a customer. Mauricio, give me one. No, that's a, that's a question you do want to ask. What would be a question that you don't want to ask if you're trying to pre-qualify a customer? Chewy, how, what's your credit score? Why the hell would you even ask a customer that? They don't know the damn credit score. That's insane. Yeah, some people do, but not many people know that their actual score. I don't even know my score right now. Who here knows their score right now? Okay. okay. Hey, we didn't ask you what time. We didn't ask you what time did you wake up this morning, Joe? Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So, all right. So, what's your credit score? What's another question we would ask to pre-qualify over the phone or in person, Jess? What do you think would be a question that we don't want to ask? If they had any bankruptcies, if, if their payments are up to date, okay. Okay, how about this one? How much you own your trade? Okay. How about, what are you currently paying a month right now? How about, how much money you got? Done? How about, have you had any repos before? These are all the questions that we do not want to ask. We do not want to ask. A lot of managers will look at me right now and they go, are you crazy, Alex? Are you insane? We want to qualify people. We want to take a buy card. The answer is absolutely 1,000% no. We do not want to pre-qualify. Who wants to be a gentleman and go get a chair for team? All right, here we go. Who? Okay, then you take a seat. All right, let's go. We're good. We're good, Daniel. We're good. All right. Give it up for Daniel, guys, for being a gentleman. <laughs> All right, at least he's a gentleman when I'm here. That's good. All right, so listen. Okay, here we go, guys. So we don't want to ask how much you own your trade, how much are you currently paying a month. That's not our job, right? Right, Chewy? Okay. What happens when we start pre-qualifying a customer? So I'm going to ask you, Alicia, if you were a, if you were a customer, not, not a salesperson, and you called and I start asking you, well, how much you own your trade? And I, you know, What's your payoff and how much you owe? How, what would that mean? Yeah, you're trying to see if you can or cannot help me or even asking me questions about the car that I'm looking for. So we don't want to do that. So we do not qualify at all. Not on the lot, not on the phone. Our job is to what? To get them in. To get them in. To sell, yes, to select the vehicle. We go out there, we select the vehicle. Now, with that being said, does that mean we want to put everybody on a Ferrari out there? We don't want to do that either. But we certainly don't want to qualify. We never want to ask a customer how much they, want to, they make a month. That would be terrible, by the way. You don't want to do that. Okay? We don't want to do that. Now, if I have a kid come in here in, in a Ford Tempo and it's 10 years old and he's over here wanting to look at Escalades, okay, that raises the flag a little bit. But I tell you what, I can't tell you how many times I've had the experience where I didn't qualify, thank God, and I was shocked because they got money from a, a grandparent that passed away or they had a, you know, a, a mutual fund that 
you know, came to fruition and they were going to pay for the car cash or they had grandma was going to co-sign or their parents, something. Who's experienced that before? And you were glad that I didn't qualify. So we do not pre-qualify customers. Okay. So we talked about mindset so far. We talked about what is a good mindset is knowing how to deal with adversity, right? Knowing how to not get frustrated, knowing what we're going to deal with. So we talked about we're going to deal with shortage of inventory. Okay. We're going to deal with that. So what are we doing about it? What are, we need to learn our current inventory better. Write that down for me, please. You need to learn and master your current inventory now. Let me tell you something, new people. Typically, if you came to sell new cars, typically we're not under normal circumstances right now. But typically, you would come to a this, and you will have to spend hours and hours and days and probably a couple months learning product, learning how to sell these cars because these cars do not sell themselves. Who here believes that cars sell themselves? Never seen it done. So we have to be extremely knowledgeable. And BDC people, this applies to you too. Because you're taking these leads. These leads are coming into you and customers need to know certain information. If you're not able to provide this information, they're probably going to go somewhere else and buy. You do realize that, right? You may have the better car, the better product, but you didn't know how to present it properly, so you're going to miss a deal. True or false? So we got to get our mindset right. We got to know, what am I going to deal with, with adversity, with frustration? And one of the biggest frustrations right now is not having inventory. Dealing with back credit. We'll make that, we'll make that our things today. We'll make that, because I do believe that's our biggest two problems. Who believes I'm right on that one? Back credit and not having cars. Okay. So let me ask you this. Alex Flores comes in to work here. He's got a great attitude. He's got the lady at the coffee shop going bravo. He prayed. He meditated. He ran a couple of miles this morning. He's been up since 4 a.m. And he's ready to go. Walked his inventory yesterday on Sunday. Looked at every vehicle out here. Man, I was like, man, we got some nice stuff over there, out there, right? So now I know all these things. Can Alex come out here with no inventory? Is that a customer or a vendor? Okay, go, Ozzy. All right. So can Alex go out there with this inventory and with bad credit and still sell cars? Yes or no? Are you guys sure? You guys don't sound sure about it. You don't think I can? Okay. So does that mean I have a special power? Am I, am I way better than y'all? Okay. So, Javersi, what do you think Alex would be able to overcome not having a lot of inventory right now? And people with back credit, what would be the difference between me and maybe somebody else? Say it again, Mama. Okay, so that I'm going to, what did you say, Mr. Mindset. mindset. So I'm going to have the right mindset. I'm going to have the right belief system. I'm going to have the right, which we talked about all these things, because we we're unpacking. Remember, we took attitude and we unpacked it. And then we unpacked mindset. And then we said, okay, what are some of the things that are going to make a dealership a lot better? And I think that's what's happening here, guys. We need to change our culture. We need to change the culture of this dealership where everybody here believes, hey, I can sell 15 to 20 cars a month. And I'm not just going to say it. I'm not just going to speak it into existence because I've already tried that and it didn't work out for me. We're not just going to say we're going to sell 250 cars a month, 300 cars a month, and it's just going to happen. It's not. It's going to take what? Hard work. 
It's going to take hard work. I did a video this morning on Facebook and I talked about that. When you chase money, okay, money will run. You won't catch it. I promise you that. Entrepreneurs nowadays, you have all these youngsters that want to get rich overnight. Oh, I'm going to do this and Bitcoin and this and that. And it's working for some, but not for everybody. But something that is always worked for everyone, even if we go back to the Roman Empire, is hard work. When you put in hard work, you're always going to succeed. Now, what does hard work mean to us? Because to me, sometimes when I think hard work, it means being outside in the sun, putting roofs down, doing, you know, digging ditches, washing dishes, waiting tables. Man, that's hard work. What does hard work here at the dealership look like? Give me one. Okay, she said making a lot of phone calls. But I want you to really envision, because you have to have a vision first. What does that look like for you? Making a lot of calls. Guys, don't let me come in here on Monday. I'll be gone next week in Austin. And just beat you all this hot air, and you let it go in one ear and go out the other. Please stop doing that. Please stop doing that. I had a really tough conversation with somebody that works for me this morning. And I said, hey, stop blaming me for you not doing what you're supposed to do. Because we tend to do that. We tend to do that. We make all these excuses. The reason why we're not doing something. The reason why I'm not dressing up part. The reason why I'm not doing my, my phone calls every day. The reason why I'm not doing proper one-on-ones. Why? And I ask this person, what have you done on your own, yourself, to make yourself better? In the past six months, aside from what, aside from what you already know with the experience that you've acquired in this business, what have you done to make yourself better? Have you read the seven habits of highly successful people before and know what it takes to be successful? And what do I need to do to become highly, highly successful? What are some of the things that's working for a lot of people? So I need to take the time to make myself better. Can I honestly go out there and can, can, can I pick anybody right now and go out there and say, hey, give me a walk around on that Tacoma right there? Did you guys know, I'm going to shock you right now, that the Tacoma, the Toyota Tacoma, is the best-selling truck in the United States of America. And we have Tacomas here, okay, that have been here for months, and we can't sell them. Why? Why is it that we have Tacomas here for months that we can't sell? Because we don't even know about them. We don't even know that the best freaking selling truck in the used car market. That Jeep truck, that commander, whatever they call that damn thing. Whatever, gladiator. People go across the nation looking for those damn trucks. Do we even know that? Are we marketing that truck properly? When a customer calls about it, are we making a big deal about it? Are we going, oh my gosh, can you even believe, <coughs> excuse me, can you even believe that we actually have one here? The Corvettes, you guys have two new body style Corvettes on the ramps. One sold, okay, we got a red one and a white one. But those things shouldn't even make it to the front line. People are paying 10, 20,000 over sticker for those damn cars right now. But do we know how to sell this, guys? Seriously, selling is not hard if you know how. 
But are you, do you know about, have you done research on your inventory? The Colorado, hell of a truck. Can't find That truck should be gone too. All this inventory, I can go on and on and on, car after car after car. Every brand right now in the United States, guys, is doing amazing. Just went to a 20-group meeting. And I know I said it on Zoom the other day, but I'll say it again. It was sad. We're at the bottom. Even though we think, whoa, we're making this much, and we're making this much, and we're doing amazing. And, man, we were literally, the Chevy store was a little higher, but still at the very bottom. The Cadillac was literally dead, dead bottom. Here's the sad thing. I look at these people that were in our 20 group. They got nothing on us. They don't have the talent. They don't have the culture. They don't have the advertising. But they're paying attention a little better. They're getting better prepared. They have better processes in their dealership. They're more organized. Every trade is in the same spot. There's a process to when we take a trade in. All the keys go in the same place. Look, I bought you this car right here behind you. Look, all cheap cars. And they're going to start pulling in today. I got you about four loads coming. We're going to have cars for CAC. We're not playing around. I'm not going to waste any damn time. Teresa called me the other day. I was at the airport. Said, hey, I need some cheap cars. I said, done. Let's go. I started making a call. I went and hired one of the best buyers in the United States, Roger Berry. And he's on it. He's not playing. And I got another guy. I'm not going to sit here and waste time. There's people within our organization right now, and I can think of one specifically, that would love for this to fail. But it's not going to fail. I promise you that. It is not going to fail. I guarantee you it won't. Why? Because your family depends on the, on the success of the store. You won't be able to pay your rent if we fail. So I need you to come with me. I need you to come with and, and unite with me and say, Alex, let's freaking do this shit. Let's do this. You're not playing around. You're not wasting any time. You're out there on Sundays. You're sending freaking texts on Monday nights, Tuesday nights, videos. You're trying everything you possibly can to get us what we need. You want this shit? I will have it here. I'm not going to make excuses. I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, it's just hard to get cars right now. The auction is just so difficult. It's just too far. Nobody's selling. Nobody's buying. No, 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 no. Everybody say the hell with that. <laughs> say it like you mean it. <clears throat> We're not going to make excuses. We're going to make shit happen. Who's with me on this? Who's with me on this shit? Okay. But I need you to help me. I can't pull everybody. Everybody needs to push with me together. We say, you know what, Alex? Enough is enough. Everybody go, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Let's do it again. Do it again. Okay, so what are we going to do different, Patrick? Beautiful. He said, we're going to follow up with it. Thank you, Patrick. Great job. We're going to follow up with every customer. We're going to do everything possible. Okay, so he said, we're going to follow up. Listen up, guys. He said, we're going to follow up with every customer. Has he made a true statement right now? Maybe for him. But can we say that about every customer that comes into Bravo? And is there an excuse or a reason why we shouldn't? Have you ever asked your question this? Why wouldn't we do that? Have you ever asked yourself that before? Why wouldn't we want to follow up with every customer? Good credit, bad credit, upside down, not upside down. I was listening to a, a, a podcast this morning, and I, a friend of mine who runs a very successful dealership in Tampa, Florida, Furman Chevrolet, that sells 900 cars a month. And he told me, Alex, when we can't say, I'm not going to give you this idea, but it just goes to show you how people believe in follow-up. 
He says, Alex, when we can't sell a car because of credit, because we're $10 away, $20 away on the payment, as soon as they leave, we order a pizza and we have it delivered to the house at night. And we just say, hey, just a pizza. Hey, thank you for giving us the opportunity. We just want to buy you this, this meal. I know you were here for hours. Appreciate it. Do you think they believe in do we believe in? Do we believe that, man, I got to call every single customer on my day off? I'm in the business. You think realtors say, hey, I'm, it's my day off. I'm not going to go to closing today. Hey, it's my day off. I'm not going to call the title company. Hey, it's my day off. I'm not going to send a customer a video that they requested about the kitchen they want to look at or go look at the land. You think they do that? Every day. I'm not saying you don't have time with your family, but there might be some things that you have to do on your day off. You might have to wake up at six in the morning as a used car manager and check your pricing, check your info. That's probably the best day to do it because when you come in here, you get bombarded. So that's actually the very best way to do it. It's on your day off to look at your CRM, to make sure everything's organized, to make sure that you have a plan. Spend an hour or two. That's it. And it's going to make a huge impact in your career. Who believes that? All right. So we talked about a lot of things. I'm kind of all over the place this morning, but that's okay. But we started with the reason why we're successful is because we have a different mindset. And what, what does mindset mean? That means we know how to deal with adversity when we're frustrated. What are we dealing with right now? Shortage of inventory. How are we going to attack that? We're going to know our product better. We're going to know our cars better. We're going to do research on this vehicle. Every day I'm going to make it a point that I learned two more new vehicles. And I learned all about them. You know what that would do to you? The most cars I ever sold was 36 cars a month. And I know nowadays that's not a lot because there's people that sell a lot more than that. But I was consistent. 36 cars a month, but I worked used cars. It wasn't new cars. It was used cars. You know how I did it? I learned every car. So when a customer came and said, hey, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. I want more space. I want more power. I want this. I want that. I was just taking it all in like a sponge because a good salesperson is a sponge. Why do we call a salesperson a sponge, Mike? They're listening to the information and doing what with the information, sir? What does a sponge do? Absorb. So absorbing all the information. Take a sponge, put some water on it. The sponge keeps the same shape. It looks a different color. Okay? And you can put a whole bottle of water. Some of it will fall off, but it will retain a lot of it. True or false? And what happens when you pick up the sponge? What happens? What is it? The water starts dripping. What happens when you squeeze it? That's what we're supposed to do. I'm out there with a the customer. What type of vehicle are you looking for? What type of features are you looking for? Man, I'm so glad you're here today. Hey, Mr. Customer, thank you for calling Bravo Chevrolet, Bravo Cadillac. You called the right place. We have the best experience, the best culture. We're so glad you're calling. You got to show excitement, guys. You got to show excitement. I said the plaza most of the time. There's two people that I've been trying, and I think I got them finally. This morning, he said, all right, I'm ready, Mr. Flores. But I've been selling the crap out of this. The culture, the opportunity, how this is a great place to work. Man, you got a lot of talent, kid. You do so much with your talent. And I told one of those kids this morning, man, if you can, if you can deal with all this rich because we know how to all right. Yeah. 
pull up my car right next to the curb because I don't want to have to bother and have to do this, right? I want to be able to just sit right there, bam. I don't want to have to be tired, right? Because I'm rich. If you can deal with that, and you can literally kiss butt like that, imagine what you can do here. But let me ask you this. Should we be treating our customers the way they're treating those rich people at Plaza? Yes. Because we treat every customer like what? A millionaire, unless they're what? Millionaires. Then we treat them like what? There you go. Like billionaires. So I have to treat every customer like a millionaire. What does that look like? What is treating every customer as a, like a millionaire, Johanna? What would that look like over the phone? What would that sound like? When a customer calls in, if I'm really treating everybody like a millionaire, it's really hot in here. Who has the, the control for this place? To lower it down a little bit. Daniel, you got this? Sorry, buddy. My soul's over here, over here dying. It's, it's kind of warm. No, no, colder. Yes. Not too cold, but a little. You're freezing. She's hot. Maybe y'all can switch. I bet you yes. Is that what it is? All right. Okay. Here we go. So what does treating a customer like a millionaire over the phone sound like? What would that sound like? Imagine, imagine my, uh, if we gave you the heads up and we said, hey, I'm not going to use Donald Trump, but we'll use Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian's on the phone. Let's be honest. How would we treat how would we, Drake? Julio Cesar Chavez months ago here in town. If he showed up, okay? George Lopez showed up here trying to buy a car. How would we treat that guy? Seriously. It'd be a little different. What about Aaron Rodgers? Like, I mean, you don't think the managers would be out there talking to Hey, how you doing, sir? We're taking care of you? Everything okay? <laughs> Shit that I can't get them to do every time. Wouldn't they do that? What's the difference? What's the difference? You know, Tony Robbins always talks about how everything in life has to do with our emotions. What we do or we don't do has to do with our emotions. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Remember when you first met your lady or your husband, your boyfriend, whatever it is. And what were you willing to do when you first met this person? You were so in love. I mean, I'm talking like so in love. You were willing to do what? Anything for them. Think about it. True or false? You're willing to do anything. For them. I mean, whatever they ask. No problem. If they say, honey, take the trash out, absolutely. Let's do it. I'll be glad to, baby. In fact, I'm going to clean the trash can for you. Okay? <laughs> right? You did it gladly. With a great attitude. Seriously. But what happens? That was seven days into the relationship. Maybe seven months. But let's go seven years forward. Hey, take the trash out. Hey, can't you see how hard I work? What do I look like, the janitor? What's wrong with your legs? Are, they, are you okay? Did you get hurt? Right? True or false? So why do we act different? Isn't it the same with work? You know, recently somebody left the, the, the dealership. And I'm not going to call anybody out. Or please don't try to dissect it. I don't like drama. I don't like gossip. But somebody left, and I heard that they were a little offended because I made a comment, and I did make a comment. I said, hey, you know, we can replace you. And it wasn't directly to this person. It was a general statement to many managers. And somebody got offended, and I thought to myself, wow, you know, when I started this business, 
You want to know how many times I heard that? And I never took offense to it. It actually motivated me. And it made me realize that, yes, you're right. I am replaceable. I am replaceable. And because I know I'm replaceable, I need to try harder. I need to do everything I possibly can to make sure that I'm not as easy to be replaced. Because we're all replaceable, true or false. But some people are harder to replace. True or false? So because I know that and I need to hear that, I used to work with my old partners. I hated when she said this. And I was like, don't tell people this. She would literally tell my managers, oh, I hope you retire with us. I'm like, don't freaking tell them that. Don't tell them that. Because if you tell an employee that, what are they thinking in their head? Hey, I don't even have to try. These people, people what? They what? They need me. They can't do it without who? So I don't even have to try hard. I can do half-ass work, and they're going to take it. True or false? Is that what I need to hear? Goes back to mindset, right? So that's why it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if it's Mr. Joe Moreno, who we're very grateful for everything he does. Mr. Brooks, Allen. It doesn't matter. Mike Campos, Chewy, Renee, Albert, who tries his butt off every day. He's trying. He's trying. He's doing everything he possibly can to lead this team to the win. Ozzy, it does not matter. Guess what? Everybody here is replaceable. And to me, I needed to know that every day. Hey, you know, they can replace me in a heartbeat. I used to work with a guy, Chris Martinez. Me and him worked side by side. And he's, every day I was like, come on, Chris, stop saying it. Because he would literally say it every day. Man, I think I'm going to get popped today. I'm like, <laughs> why? What makes you think that? We just hit number one. We're number one in Texas, bro. We had the best month there. I know, I know, but I can feel that. I think, I think today's the day. I'm going to get popped. And I was like, stop saying that. But guess what? He now runs five stores in Oklahoma. So what mentality or mindset do you want to have? The one that you feel like you're doing the company a favor? The one that you feel like, oh, they needed me. They brought me all the way from Austin and they got me in here and I've done this and I've done that. And it's me, me, me. I've done it. Or, hey, you know what? Shit, this is a blessing to be here. This is an honor to be here. What's the other one? Blessing, honor, and what is it? A privilege. So I am blessed to be here. This is an honor to be a part of this team. And I am privileged that I get to work here every day. True or false? And if I have that attitude with my work, in my marriage, it's a blessing to have the spouse that I have, the partner that I have in my life that puts up with my shit every day. Car business people, man, we're messed up. Let's be honest. We are messed up. And guess what we do all the time, too? Here's, I'm going to call you out this morning. Not only are we messed up, but we're freaking narcissists. Let me tell you what that means. We blame shit on them. It's you, man. You're the one that's got all these issues. But it's not. Can I keep it real with you? Can I get you a little, little gut check this morning? Or you came here to hear what you wanted to hear? Who needed to hear this this morning? Because that, what, what's that going to do to me? I'm going to go try harder. Today, I'm gonna, on the way home, I'm going to stop at Whole Foods and get some flowers and some chocolates for no damn reason. Just to tell you, I love you. I appreciate you. Thanks for putting up with my shit. And from now on, I'm going to try harder and do everything I can. You want me to take the trash out, take it out today. It's Tuesday, I know, or Monday. Trash don't even come to Wednesday, but I want to check it out now. So I don't want to forget. True boss. True. Now I'm trying harder. I'm making, 
a lot of phone calls, following up with every customer, doing everything I can, yes, to win. Alex says, do something. I don't sit there and wait. I don't sit there and go, well, I don't know why Santos needs a license to buy cars because he's the damn buyer. What do you mean? He's sitting on the computer. How hard can it be? You're not freaking Einstein. You didn't go to college to buy fucking cars. It's not that damn hard. Give him the damn license. I've been asking for three months. Look at our damn lot. So it's not that hard. We just got to do what we got to do. Who's ready to go make it happen today? When I say that again, you better go, mm. Who's ready to make it happen today? Let's go, baby. Today, what are we going to do different? Our mindset's going to be different, right, Johanna? When I pick up the phone, I'm going to be excited. Oh, please let the phone ring. Oh, man, what, 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 what? Hello, Mr. Customer. Woo! Hey, you're calling Bravo. Do you realize that? Woo! Hey, you don't have FaceTime, do you? Can I FaceTime you? I'm serious. You don't think that was a car? What do you think? Hey, do you have FaceTime? Can we FaceTime, please? Isn't it more personal? Do you mind if I FaceTime? Hey, I got my makeup done. Don't worry. I'm good. Let me just show you my face. When I see somebody's face, somebody's emotion, somebody, somebody's enthusiasm and energy, doesn't that buy me a little bit of credibility? Doesn't that make me think like, hey, maybe this guy is honest? Maybe this guy truly cares? Maybe this guy really wants to help me? So shortage of inventory and back credit. Shortage of inventory, guys. It's getting harder and harder and harder. If we walked a lot, we're not going to because it's really hot now. But I did see, I think I saw somebody out earlier. But I did yesterday. Walk your inventory. In fact, you know what? It's not too damn hot. Go walk your inventory so that you know what customers to put on what. Go, go see those cars. We, we made a big deal when they drove by. There's another three coming. Go learn those damn cars. And when are they going to be ready? And how much do we have in these cars? How much can I, can I sell them? You got customers right now that left the dealership two, three days ago, a week ago, because you didn't have what they were looking for. Guess what? Now you do. Let's get them to service fast and get with the used car managers. Hey, man, I got a customer coming to look at this car. Get this damn car through the service fast. Put the sushi down. Put the freaking uh, El Cometa down, okay? And get this damn car through the service. I need to deliver this damn car. Who's with me on this? We got a five for every deal, guys. I need your help. I come over here and I'm always stressing. I'm always frustrated because I feel like I hire some people that are not believing in the same things I believe in. Because you see, I believe, I truly believe that making excuses doesn't work. I truly believe that lying to ourselves does not work either. I truly believe that pretending that we arrived and not being grateful. Now, you can be grateful and say, I'm very thankful for the opportunity. Don't tell me that. Show me. How do you show me? By working all the time. By giving 120% effort. By being transparent. By taking care of every customer. By not doing things that you're not supposed to do. Guys, do you realize what blessing we have? Do you realize what the BDC people could make a month? Do you realize what Holly could do for her family and Marisol? And I saw your videos. You have a beautiful family, Holly. And you deserve better. If we get our closing percentage higher, if we get more confirmations, if we do a better job with our customers when they come in, if we're organized, if we follow the process, if we know our inventory the way we should, if we start learning our catalog product because it's coming. It might, it's not going to be here two months from now. It might not even be here six months from now. But when it actually shows up and we have this freaking $5 million building over here, 
We want to know our damn product because people are going to come from the Woodwards wanting to buy a damn Cadillac, the brand new Bravo, and by then we're going to be so branded, this place is going to be packed. But I need to be ready and prepared. If I'm a finance manager, I need to keep getting better and better and better at submitting and approving. If I'm a desk manager, I need to know how to load my salespeople's lips and how to tell them how to put them in the right vehicle and talk to the people right so they're engaged and they're motivated and they're ready to go. And then salespeople, you got to be a good follower. You can't be a leader if you're not a good follower. If you're someone that's constantly fighting and fighting and fighting and arguing and questioning well, why do I have to do this? And why do I have to do that? And what about, well, I don't see her doing it. Who gives a shit what she's doing? It's about me and what you're asking me to do. Amen? Amen. And guys, let me tell you something. Millennials, okay? I, I saw the, the eyes rolling and everything and all that shit right now. Let me tell you something that you struggle with and suffer from. And I suffered with that shit for a long time ago. And it had to do with my childhood. Finally, release that shit in my life. And let me tell you, my life has been incredible since then. Stop getting so damn offended about everything. Please. Please. Damn it, man. That shit's stopping you. Like, oh, shit. He said, who gives a shit what she said? Oh, man. Oh, I wonder how that made her feel. Oh. I wouldn't like that shit said to me right there. Who gives a shit? Stop being so offended because being offended is stopping you from going to the places you need to go. Can I get an amen on that? Yeah. Whoa, where are you going? All right, you're good. Give it up for Isaac, guys. All right, so we got to be prepared. We got to have the right mindset. We got to know we're dealing with inventory and we're dealing with. Okay, back credit. There it is, another one. Look, look behind you. Let's go, let's go. That guy missed, missed the turn, but that's okay. He's coming back. Is that the same one? Yeah. No. I don't know. Okay. All right. So we're dealing with bad credit. How are we going to attack that? What can we do? Can we fix the credit? Can we raise the score? Can we change the credit up and give them more income? Trick question, huh? Uh. El que no transa no avanza? No, right? We don't do that. Everybody say, no, 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 no. We don't do that. Because what happens when you do that? You get fired. You end up in prison. Guys, that's some serious stuff, by the way. I need everybody to hear this real good. Lying on a credit app, doing all those things, will, you will end up in prison. I promise you. It's serious shit. So don't do it. There is no deal that's worth. I don't care how much we're making. We could be making 25000 30000 it is not worth our reputation. It is not worth the trouble. And I, I tell you my experience, and as many years as I've done it, it never fails that those deals where you push the envelope and you're like, oh, well, maybe they always come back to get you. Always, 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 always. I had one of the best finance managers ever in history. He was amazing. This guy was incredible. Could get any deal done. Everybody loved him. Great attitude. Always laughing. A hard worker, take turns, be at the desk. He claims he's my cousin, but he's not. I love this guy. And he had an employee that said, hey, put my grandma on the, on the application. And he thought he was helping her because she was an employee. Believe me, I don't, I don't think he meant really bad things from it. He thought he was doing, hey, you know what? It's an employee. It's going to be okay. And sure enough, it came back to us. Because what happened, she couldn't pay for the truck. And the grandma said, I didn't even know I was co-signing. Lost his job. It was, a, it was really a bad thing because this guy was amazing. 
forget this guy in my, in my office in tears. And I said, man, I'm sorry, but can't help you because. So, guys, it is not worth it. It is not worth it. I always, I always tell you examples because I want to make sure that this is clear. What is the vision and the culture of our dealership? And we have a culture of transparency. We have a culture of managers need to get their ass to work. They need to come show up and let's go. The great attitude, being grateful. These managers, guys, you know, are making the most in a long time. And maybe they used to make 50000 before I got here. I don't think so. But if they did, I know they're making good money. You know how I know they're making good money? Because I've been doing this for 28 years. Because they're still here. That's how it works, just so you know. So when you see a man still here, it's not because they love us. It's not because they truly care about you. It's because they know, hey, I'm getting paid to be here. Can I get an amen? amen. Can I call like it is today? Is that okay? Or are we going to keep BSing each other? I care about you. You love me. I love you. We're one big happy family. The Barney song. Okay? Hey, I'm here for what? What am I here for? What am I here for? What am I here for? Money. What am I here for? Money. Who's not here for money? Come on, let's be honest. You know, my dad told me, Alex, when the compensation outweighs the bullshit, excuse me, when the BS outweighs the compensation, it's time to go. Because I don't know about you. I don't know about you. Because I know you act like it, but I've never had a job that was perfect. Perfect managers, perfect culture, perfect uh, attitude. Everybody was great. I would go whistling to work every day. You know what I mean? Just so happy to be there. I've never had that job. Anybody here ever had that job? Unless you worked at Disneyland, I can't imagine that happening. But you act like it should be perfect. Oh, man, here we go again. Damn it. Shit, I knew it. This place sucks. Right? So what do we have to change? The mindset. There you go. What do we have to change? Shit gets hard. We got to change what? We're frustrated. We got to change what? We can't find a car. And the customer can't make up their damn mind. And they're a 420 beacon. And they don't have any money down. And they want to learn. They want to lower the damn payment. We got to change what? Mindset. We don't kick them out and go. No. We don't do that. Okay? This is what we do. Okay? You know that play, right? <laughs> Take, run, okay? Or kick it just uh, like that, okay? What is that called? Uh, onside kick, that's right. What they're like, oh, yeah, over there. Oh, come on. Get it. We can still score a touchdown. Game's not over. We can still score a touchdown. Game's not over. You know, you heard the wolf that said, hey, I'm like the wolf because the bone's going to be like nothing on it, okay? Well, let's go out there and do that. Every phone call. Every lead, every opportunity, every customer that's here, let's thank them for coming in. How do we do with that credit? Get more money down. Get better at it. Become master. The best people that I've seen that make the most grows and make the most deals, Santana, Beast. When I used to do a manager report, he was always on top. He, this is a desk manager. He's a GSM now. But when he's a desk manager, he had the highest money down. Like we ran a report. And we could tell who has the most money down on every deal. It was him every time. And he ran the best grosses. And he put up the most money. Because we used to say this in the car business, and I know Joe and John have heard this before, and Esdeen and Freddie, we used to say, cash is. Why do we say that? 
Why, why do we say, Chewy, that cash is king? Can you explain us that? Yeah. You don't know. That's okay. I want you to say I don't know. Why, why do we say cash is king, Brenda? And I wish I had a board with me. Because do you know why we say that? Okay, good. I'm glad nobody knows. That's good. This is why we say that. When you get money down, cash, the reason why we call it king is because what's going to happen, the more money you get down up front from your customer, the, the less you're going to have to cut your deal. Because what happens is when we submit a deal to the bank, the bank says, hey, you're trying to borrow too much. This car, in our opinion, is only worth $20,000, but you're trying to borrow $30,000. So we're going to cut your deal back to $22,500. We're going to give you 122% carry. Okay, 122% carry, not 150% carry, because that's, but we'll give you 122. So you went from making a $5,000 deal to now you're only making 2,200. But if you had cash down, then your deal's not gonna get cut. Because you said, Mr. Customer, most lenders would like to see 20 to 25% down plus tax, title, and license. How would you like to take care of that? Cash. Credit, check. Mr. Customer, most lenders would like to see 20 to 25% down, plus tax, title, and license. How would you like to take care of that? Cash, credit, check. Are you doing that every time? Imagine if you did what happened to your grosses. Most, isn't it true that most banks would like to see money down? What happens to so the customer says, well, I didn't really want to put any money down. Ever heard that one before? I want to do it with a, as little money possible. You know what I tell customers that tell me that? So you're not trying not to pay for this car, are you? Well, no, why would you say that? Why would you not want to put any money down? Invest in the vehicle. Put more money down. Put yourself in an equity position. Get yourself a better rate. Get yourself a, a lower payment. Pay the car faster. Don't pay interest for too long. The thing that makes the most sense is to do what? To put, to do what? Is that an advantage or a disadvantage to the customer? Is that an advantage to us or not? So cash is? Cash is? You want to know about king talk? That's some king talk for sure right there. That's the real king talk right there. Cash. Boom. There you go. In memory of my, mom, my man Jimmy right there. Jimmy would say that's king talk, and it's true. So if I want to make more gross, if I want to get more deals approved, I need cash. I'm going to prove it to you. When was the last time that you had a customer with $10,000 down and we couldn't get him approved? Hmm. Everybody go, hmm. Okay. When was the last time in the past week that you couldn't get a deal approved and the customer had zero down? You probably think of one yesterday, right? So, do we need to get better at getting more money down? We need to ask for that. And we need to not be afraid to ask for pencil deals if it was me. This is the way I like to do it. I like to do shorter term, high down payments. Hold on the trade with a warranty, with gap, with maintenance. Because when I do this, then I'm able to go out there and hit them with the highest number right off the bat, right? I want to go out and see the payment and go, that's $1,200 a month, Alex. There's no way I can afford this. 
sir, are you sure? Because honestly, this is the best way for you to pay for this vehicle. You're going to pay less interest. You're going to pay the vehicle off in four years instead of an extended term. Not only that, but cycle should have something happen, sir. We got to put our selling shoes on, guys. Put your damn selling shoes on, man. You can't go out there. And, I mean, it's closers. You go out there and you, come on, what are we doing, man? Oh, can you put 500? What? What are we doing, man? Closers, man. Don't coach yourself a closer if you're not closing deals. You're not a closer. You're a greeter. And Walmart and Disneyland is always hiring for greeters. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Have a great day. Come back. Please come back and see us. You don't want that. You don't want that. You want to be a closer. You go out there and you shut shit down. You go out there and say, hey, great news player. I got you. I got your handle. You want to be at 700 a month? I got you at 920 a month. Can you believe it? I'm amazing, aren't I? I know, I know. Everybody tells me that all the time, especially when, uh, when I do the Bravo thing. And all we're going to need from you, sir, I know you say you had 500, but I know you're holding back on me. All we're going to need is $5,000 down. That's it. So with $5,000 down, I got you to $920 a month. Stay over here. Pay attention over here, okay? $920, $925,000 down. That is short-term financing, Mr. Customer, the best way to buy a car. That way you have a better trading cycle. You pay less interest, right? And it's better for you and your family. Do me a favor, initial, which one works best for you? I'll go ahead and get you cleaned up and ready for delivery. Come on, man. What do you think those nose guards uh, and, those, and those linebackers when they're, huh, huh, let's go. It's tackle time, man. It's run time. Let's go. I got a block tackle. Let's go. That's how you got to go out there with your pencils. That's how you got to answer the phone. That's how you got to take every lead. That's how you got to go out there every single time. All right. We're done. Mindset, dealing with adversity, okay? Not getting frustrated. I'm dealing with Short inventory, I need to learn the inventory. I need to learn what's coming in. I need to tell Alex what we need here. If I don't know, I don't know, guys. So you got to tell me. We got to look at our pictures on our website. They look like shit. You're parking this cars by where there's trash. That's embarrassing. There's trash in the cars where we're taking pictures. We can't do that. So if you notice something, we're all real busy. Esdin's doing a lot. Freddie's doing a lot. Let's be humble. Let's work with each other and say, hey, by the way, I was looking at this vehicle and it has trash in it. It's dirty. You want me to go out there and talk to the guy, take some pictures? Can we fix this? How can I help? We all got to fix this thing together. Amen? This is not anybody's fault, guys. But we can fix it. Imagine if we did all the things, if we follow up with every customer, if we did a lot walk every single day, if we got better at overcoming objections, if we master how to push through a worksheet, if we master how to pick up a phone call and say, hey, do you have FaceTime? Let's get on FaceTime doing a video with every customer, doing an amazing delivery, doing the wall of honor and celebrate our veteran, right? Do all the things that we can do. Imagine what you, what you, how many cars would you sell? How many cars do you think you would sell, Chili? 20 plus. How many cars do you think you would sell? 20 plus. All day long. Mauricio, do you? It's time, guys. It's time. And let me tell you something. I used to say I was a natural salesperson. It's not true. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I'm like, oh, man, I've never been that energetic. I'm kind of like an introvert. It's not really in me to act like that or be like that. But let me tell you something. You can teach yourself how to become this. You can become outgoing. You want to know how I know this? 
my son Alex, autism. The biggest thing with autistic kids, they're very introverts. They're not social. They have social anxiety. Alex, you haven't seen him do it. But he did it at Capitol and at Seguin. He will stand in front of the meeting and give a meeting, which is amazing. Who do you think taught him how to do that? Do you think I told him, oh, well, you know what? It's never going to happen because you're autistic and it's not going to happen. You're nervous. Uh-uh. And do you think he wanted to do it the first time? Do you think he said, sure, dad, I'll do it? No. But you know what I've always told my kids? And I told my kids, my, my little ones as well, always, you can do hard things. You can do hard things, mama. I know it's hard. You know, my daughter told me the other day, oh, daddy, I just don't want to go to gymnastics. I don't feel like it. I said, honey, do you think I feel like going to work every day? I don't. But I go anyway. And when I get there, I have a good attitude about it. Guys, we can't lie to ourselves and pretend like, oh, every day I'm going to be 120%. People tell me, you don't expect me to be like you every day, do you, Alex? You don't expect me to come in every day and just be all freaking happy because it must be easy and you're the luckiest guy I know. Well, you know what? You want, you want to know something? The harder I work, the luckier I get. How about that? It's not luck, man. It's not luck. It's the mindset. It's the mindset and it's the hard work and it's the discipline and it's the dedication. And I don't lie to myself. My bosses never have to worry. It wasn't like, hey, they're not here, so let's just chill. He'll never know. Let's put our feet on the table. Let's get on our phone and let's just scroll. Who gives a shit? Let's dress however we want to. He's not even going to see. No. Hell no. I want to own five to ten dealerships one day, and I know what I need to do to do that. I need to act a certain way when nobody's looking because even when I don't think anybody's looking, guess what? Someone is looking. And it might not be the boss. It might not be Mr. P, it might not be Alex, but it's someone seeing what I'm really about. They're seeing that I truly care about customers. They're seeing that I truly care about my job, that I'm, doing, I'm going above and beyond, that I'm not just pretending to do something. I'm doing it, and I'm doing it because I care and because I feel like this is a blessing, a privilege, and an honor. Amen? We got to do that, guys. You know, God's going to bless you, guys. I promise you. But remember, faith without works is dead. You know, T.D. Jakes, one of the greatest uh, you know, evangelists out there, he always says, God doesn't give you trees. I mean, excuse me, chairs and tables. He gives you a tree. He gives you a tree. And he says it a little different. I can't remember exactly how he says it. But the point is, he's not going to do the work for you. He gave you the blessing to be here in this job. Now it's up to you to see what you do with it. It's up to you to say, hey, I'm sacrificing a lot by being here. I'm working a lot of hours. My family's sacrificing. I was given an opportunity that nobody else gave me before. Well, damn it, I'm going to act right. I'm going to really be grateful for this. I'm going to go above and beyond. And if I want to get promoted, I know what needs to happen. Because time will either promote you or expose you. True or false? And I can't act like I know everything. I can't argue with Alex and on the text messages, just go back and forth with a guy, the fucking goat. Are you kidding me? That would be like me arguing with Tom Brady and be like, no, Tom, you're wrong. You're wrong, Tom. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. What? What? Come on, man. And not that I know everything, but I put in the work. I know what I'm talking about. So if I say this shit's not getting happen, it's not happening, guess what? It's not happening. And maybe it's not as bad as I think it is, but it's not how it needs to be, true or false. And the only way we're going to get better is if we're all humble. And if we all have the same vision. So let's go out there, guys. Let's work together. 
I want us to grow as a family, not because we eat together and we joke with each other and we have our little inside jokes with each other, because we truly care about Jasmine. We want her to succeed. And we're going to do whatever we can to make sure she succeeds. And I'm not just talking about Freddie and Ezin. I'm talking about Javersi. I'm talking about Johanna. I'm talking about Brenda, Patrick, uh, Keanu, about Caroline. I want to help her succeed. And same with Caroline. Guys, we're short-handed we're short in people right now. If Caroline leaves, that would be a bad thing. Do we really want that for our dealership, that there's no people here to wait on them? So why the, would we not help Caroline to succeed? And talk, teach her everything we possibly can and help her and encourage her and say, you got this girl. Come on, not going around saying, oh, she's probably not going to make it. What the? What? What is wrong with y'all? What kind of society is this shit? You wonder why our country's all fucked up the way it is? And everybody hates each other. So everybody's too opinionated. But ain't nobody doing shit about anything. True or false? True. So can I call like it is this morning? I don't think I'll be able to post this one on the podcast. Maybe I can. Maybe I should. Because it's real. And I'd rather be real than fake. So you know what? Let's go out there today, guys. This whole week. Let's change our mindset. Let's say, you know what? Let's go, baby. Let's go. Huh? What is that? Right. RFN. RFN. Everybody say RFN. 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 Is it freaking or is it? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. I was like, this is El Paso. You guys don't say freaking over here. <laughs> okay. I know. What, I hear this stuff you guys say. That. Anyway. But guys, you should be able to tell me, Alex, you don't need cameras in this dealership. Have them all you want, because you know what? We're going to be doing what we're supposed to do anyway. Have cameras everywhere. And if anything, when you look at these cameras, you're going to be happy because you're going to see that we're all here working, doing everything we're supposed to do. Amen? Because there's going to be opportunities, I'm telling you. I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. I know Joe's been doing this for a long time. A lot of you guys are young. and You don't know, like, this is kind of crazy what's going on out here. Everything that you're seeing on the news, everything that you come and see at work every day, so at least I want this to be a safe place where we all come here. At least when we're at work, we know we're all a family. We're all working together. We're all trying to get better with each other. We all want to confirm more appointments. We want to get more appointments. We're not going to get offended when April says, hey, we're not pushing everybody to a proposal. I said, shit, he's right. We should push everybody to a proposal. Let's make a commitment to do that every time. Amen? We're not getting customers bought. Let's make a commitment to get more money down, to learn the inventory, to every manager look at the deal, to just do it, not hide it. When we hide shit, what happens? Think about that sin in your life, man. I know we all had it or have it maybe. That only you know about. It's not good. You know it's not good. It feels dirty when you go there, done it. And you do whatever it is, you're like, man. So terrible about this. It's not helping you. So hiding stuff doesn't work. Hiding stuff doesn't work. Do the right thing no matter what. If you really want success, if you really want your life to just, please believe me when I tell you this. Your marriage will be better. Your health will be better. Your career will be better. You will make the most money you ever made. Customers are going to love you. People are going to refer your people. You're going to be able to recruit anybody all over the They'll pass on the screws because people are going to feel this positive, good energy about you. People don't understand me. You know how many times people have tried to break me down? Oh, my gosh. 
Not even too long ago. They go, oh, yeah, one more, boom. This one will do it, bam. It's not going to do it. Not because I'm a great fighter. Somebody, anybody here can kick my butt. Not because I work out, but because my mindset. I'm not going to be defeated. Because I know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. There it is. But it says weapons will be formed against you, Alex. Shit's going to happen. You're going to deal with adversity. People are going to do blah, 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 blah. But you know what? It will not prosper. Why? Because you are Romans 12, 2, not conformed to the patterns of this world, but you are transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. You think different. You believe different. You don't let shit happen to you like that. You know, I got this. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For what? For I am with you. You got this. Who believes they got it? Okay. Let's go make it happen, guys. Let's not lie today. Let's, be, let's do the right thing. Remember, if it's wrong, don't be long. Go out there, guys, with energy, with enthusiasm. Let's turn the music on. Let's push every customer. Let's do EMI on every customer. Let's do follow-up. Let's work when nobody's looking. Let's, let's work until the, bell, until the whistle blows. Two days left, guys. Two days left. We need 45 to 50 cars in the next two days between both stores. We can do it. We got, our, we got our teeth kicked in this month, guys. We really did. And it was, here's what sucks about it. Think about it. We had a bad month. We didn't get our goals. And it sucked. We're not going to make the money that we made a month ago. And it was stressful. True or false? It was very stressful. I was on you the whole time. It sucked in every aspect. So why would we want to keep doing this? Does anybody else want to keep doing this? I don't. Why don't we just go out there and fix it? There's over 10 people at Las Cruces that is not going to sell 10 cars. That's unacceptable at our stores, guys. Unacceptable. Where's the one-on-ones? Where's the 25? Are you telling me these people made 25 calls every day? And they made one or two appointments a day? It's impossible. If you do that, it's impossible not to sell 10 cars. You have to literally tell people, no, no, get out, get out. No, I want to buy the car. No, no, get the hell out. You would have to do that to not sell 10 cars. If you make your 25 calls a day, you make two appointments a day, 25 calls a day, because you're getting better at the calls. You know how to make this calls. You don't know how to make calls? Here's some advice for you. Go sit an hour, one hour a day in your BDC department. Sit in there. Invest in yourself. Don't act like you know everything. And listen to these ladies and gentlemen, how they get people in that they've never even met before. People that are just calling to inquire and go, well, I'm not even sure if I need a car, but I was just calling because I saw this goofy guy on TV and he seems like he's got a lot of energy. He's kind of funny. Do you guys really have really good deals over there? And they get those people in. I say, yes, yeah, sure we do, sir. But I got bad credit. Still, they still get them in. I don't have any money down. They still get them in. So we, the experts, the salespeople, we should be a masters at this. True or false? Stop making excuses, guys. Stop making excuses. Stop blaming people. You want to make more money? Do more. You want different results? Do different things. You want changes in your life? Make the proper changes. Start exercising, guys. Exercise, guys. Exercise. Right now with the corona, if your shit's not a fit, you're going to struggle. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Do something. Do anything. Do a little bit of exercise. Let's do this together. Let's have transformation together. Quit making. Wake up early. Don't stay up till 
three in the morning playing video games and smoking weed. Stop doing that shit. That shit's not going to do you no good. Wake up in the morning. Go for a run. Go for a walk. Get your emails done. Get an email. Some of you guys don't even have a freaking email and you're in sales. What the? What? You don't even have an email. Then you can say, sir, email me with any questions. A lot of people like to communicate through email. And some of you guys have been here for a long time. You don't even have an email. There's managers here that don't have an email. What? Are you kidding me? What have you been doing? That is nuts. So stop lying to yourself. It's time. Who wants to go with me on this journey? Raise your hand. Who's ready to be transformed? Seriously. You realize that this is going to take a lot, right? That you can't go out this door and keep doing this, the same thing. Do you realize that, Patrick? Ozzy, do you realize that? I mean, excuse me, Ozzy. Uh, Albert, sorry. Ozzy, do you realize this? Isaac? I know you're new, but you're, you're going, oh, shit. You know, the, the, there's some shit going on over there. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to go out there. You do all these things. You put in the hard work. You're consistent. I'm going to prepare you. I'm going to prepare you. Ready? When you start doing all these things that are hard and that it's going to take a lot of work and you're going to have to sacrifice the weed and the staying up late and all this video and freaking uh, entrepreneurship and all that shit, you sacrifice all that and you focus yourself on one thing. It's going to be sacrificed hard. You wanna, you're going to feel like what? Giving up. You're going to get frustrated because you know what? Initially, you're not going to see any results. None. You're going to run a mile like I did this. I made myself. I haven't run it so long because of my knee. I had a knee injury. And I made my, I mean, I was in pain the whole time. So I was like, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I went down to 3.5. I walked for like I don't know, like uh, less than a minute. I said, all right, got to go again. It took me 15 freaking minutes to run it, but I finished it. I was like, I got to make myself do this shit. I can't keep it. It can't be done. With pain, wanted to give up the whole time, the whole time I mind. I was talking to somebody the other day, and he told me he's a guy that's older guy that's in such, he's like in amazing shape. Oh, that's right. It was where I ride my bike. And this guy does the, uh, the Ironmans. And he freaking told me that I can't remember to quote him again, but it's like crazy. Like they got to ride the bike for 20 miles and they got to swim for like 10 miles and they got to run. And he said that the bike that he has, it's kind of easy on their legs because they have to save their legs because after the bike, there's a run. So he has to have strength in his legs. And then he was like, and this guy's like 62 years old. I was like, sir, how the fuck do you do this? And he's like sitting there in, in, those, in that outfit that it's like, it's like got the spanders like there and it's like really tight. And he's like shorts, and he's got it open down to here. It's all hairy. And it's like, he's soaked in sweat. I'm just sitting there looking at him like, and I'm like, sir, so I'm trying not to look at him too much. And I was like, sir, how do you do it? You know what he told me? He said, Alex, I use this, not this. He said, when I'm out there and I'm doing whatever, I already find out that what my body can do, my mind doesn't know. The possibilities of what you can do, your mind's telling you, no, it can't be done. No, I can't make 120. No, I can't sell 50 cars at the BDC. No, I can't consistently sell 30 cars a month. This can't happen to me. No, I can't get promoted. No, I can't. All these things cannot happen to me or for me. Salesperson, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Got it. So, so what's stopping us? Mindset. Circling it back to whatever we started with, which is what? Mindset. 
So stop telling yourself that it can't be done because I'm telling you now, it can't. Who are we? Who are we? Who are we? Guys, let's go out there and let's show the world who we are. Let's work together, guys. We can have fun. We can love on each other. We can do it to honor our families, right? And honor our last name. A lot of you guys come from like amazing families. Your parents did so much for you. When you grew up, they sacrificed so much for you. Leave a legacy, man. Don't become a part of the people that are boastful, that think they know everything. That they're not grateful. They're always trying to figure out a way how they can cheat and do something to benefit. Those people don't last. Those people always, always, maybe they get high, but then they fall really high, really hard too. I've seen that happen many, many, many times. I was thinking to myself the other day when I was sitting at a table with all these big shot owners. One of them, Mr. McCluskey, who is the, uh, the, a senator uh, in Cincinnati, in, uh, in Ohio, but he's also a very successful owner. He's got many, many stores. And I was thinking like he was speaking, he was talking about culture and this and that. Really good stuff, by the way. They sell a lot of cars. And I was going, man, how did I even get to this table? How? Because I don't think it was supposed to be like this. Like my destiny, the way I grew up and what I went through with my parents, my family, being homeless, abusive home, foster home, my addictions, all the trouble that I got into when I was younger. And then when I turned my life around, joined the military, became a Christian, and tried, and I still fell again, I did good, and I fell again, and I did good, and I fell, but never gave up, never gave up, kept trying to be better and better and better, never became a part of that crew, of that posse that was saying all these things, I say, no, you know what, I know that God has a plan for me, Romans 8, 28, and he has a beautiful plan, plan plans to give me peace, and joy, and abundance, right, and I kept working, and I thought to myself, imagine if I would have stayed like all those people, if I would have done jicky shit, if I would have just worked when the boss was there only, if I would have not listened to my managers and my GMs when they asked me to do something, if I had not done any follow-up or trained people or truly care about the store and take ownership, even when it wasn't my dealership, I took ownership over the dealership. If I hadn't done all those things, would I be sitting in this table? What do you guys think? If I didn't believe in honesty the way I do and in integrity and doing the right thing and I'm always on people that are trying to do shit, chicken shit and I call them out and they fucking hate me and they leave and they talk shit about me, I don't give a shit because I'm always going to stand for what's right. You can hate me all you want, but you know what? I'm going to stand for what's right. Imagine if I never felt that strong about that, would I be sitting at a table with those people? And the answer is 1,000% no. If I hadn't been disciplined, if I hadn't been humble, if I hadn't, and humble doesn't mean that I'm, I don't have a Rolex or that I don't post about my Corvette or that I'm not sitting about my pool and drinking a freaking pineapple, uh, Topo Chico, seltzer, or whatever the hell. Humble means that I know that no matter how good I think I'm doing, I can do better. That's what I mean when I say humble, just so you know. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to be in a helicopter in my own private jet. That doesn't mean any of that shit. It means that I'm always going to know that even though I think I'm good and people look up to me and I'm amazing and all this shit, I still know there's a lot of things that I can improve and do better. But it's the people that think they arrived and they think that they know everything. There's people in their 20s who they think they know more about me than the car business. And I'm like, what the are you doing, bro? There's no way. 
You don't know anything about HR. You don't know anything about personalities. You don't know anything about leading and truly leading and being a leader. Selling cars is not leaders, by the way. That's the result. Okay? So I want, I want change, guys. I want change. Who wants to be a part of this change? And this is the goal, guys. The goal is that in six months from now, we can all look back, including myself, and we can say, golly, Chewy, you've come a long way, man. You've, uh, you've accomplished so many things, not just in sales and your, and your family. You're helping your mom. You're doing this. You're involving the community. You've gotten in great shape. You're, you, 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 your mindset is so different. You're a giving person, not a taking person. You're now a giving person. And it's evident. You don't have to tell us because we can see it. Does that make sense? And to look at Johanna and see, man, Johanna, look how far you've come. And look at everything you've accomplished, girl, in six months. And we're not even done. We still got more to go. And Freddie, because it's never too late. And Joe and Mr. Brooks, anybody here, we all can change and do better. And I need you to believe that. Change your mindset. Let's go to work. Let's do the right thing. If it's not, if it's wrong, don't belong. Let's pay attention, guys. We got to turn this around. We got to turn this around. We're not, this is not a 130-car store, I promise you that. That's, that's embarrassing. And I hope I can say that without offending you. I hope that you're as angry as I am instead of offended. I hope that you don't sit there and defend the numbers, but you transform the numbers. I hope that you can say, you know what? The Chevy store is better than 200 cars a month. Way better. That should have been a 300-car month in the month of August. We messed up. And we own it. The only way you're going to ever change is when you own it. Amen? When we keep arguing and arguing and arguing. Oh, what are you talking about? I do do my follow-up. No, you don't. What are you talking about? I do take customers. No, you don't. What are you talking about? I do do great deliveries. No, you don't. What are you talking about? I have a great attitude. No, you don't. The only thing we're going to change is if we change. Give it up for Bravo Chevrolet, guys. All right, all right, guys, let's go make it. I'm here all week. If you have any issues, anything, take advantage of it. I'll be here all week. Uh, I'm shooting a commercial. I'm doing, I'm doing, you're going to love this one, okay? I'm doing football out of high school with high school kids, okay? I'm donating money to the high school, so they allow me to do this. So it's going to be amazing. You're going to love it. We're also going to do B-roll, meaning filming. I always want to show the team and the energy, the enthusiasm, the culture. So they'll probably be going around here with cameras in the next couple of days. You know, act right. Just be yourself. Be excited. Guys, we got a lot of great things going here. And I'm telling you, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. A lot of you guys left $5,000 on the table. And I don't know about you, but I'm not okay with it. So let's go make it happen, guys. We can have fun when we get off work. We can, black, we can pop bottles. We can, we can make it rain. We can do all that shit and have a, a lot of fun. And, and do all these amazing things that we love doing and have all these amazing friends and influential people that are in our lives that we care about. It, like, we, we know a bunch of them, right? Okay, that's great. But when we're here, it's got to be all business. Showtime. Let's respect one another, please, guys. Okay, respect your elders. Please, we, Mr. Joe and Mr. Brooks, and, and, and no, I'm not, I don't want to call Alan, you know, older, but anybody here, guys, we got to respect people, please. Okay, do that. Show them respect, please. This, this gentleman have been here for a long time. They've worked really, really hard. 
and they must be doing something right to still be here and still do what they do. Let's give them respect. Let's give them encouragement. Let's make sure that we ask them, hey, can I help you with anything? I want that environment. Ladies, this could be your sisters or your mothers. Watch what you say around them. Treat ladies with respect. Be kind, okay? We don't need to drop the F-bomb in the sales offices. I don't want that. Ladies, act like a lady, okay? Act like a lady at all times because it makes a difference. We want that culture, guys. When everything's right like that, things just roll because then everything that's supposed to be the way it's supposed to be is there. Amen? You know, have you guys been watching the Cowboys, the Hard Knocks show on HBO or Showtime, whatever it is? And HBO, thank you, Azin. And you see that guy, Alarcón, that came from and he worked so hard. He, he didn't go to college in, in the U.S., obviously. He's like what they call walking, I think. And, and he's trying out for the team. And I texted my brother yesterday because he's a big Cowboys fan. And he's a big Mexico guy because they're going to let him put the flag, the, the Mexico flag on the helmet. They made a big deal about that. It's a big honor for all of us, right, to have a guy like that in the NFL. That's awesome, right, to see one of our guys to do well like that because we don't really have that many people in the NFL. Uh -huh. But it's cool. But I told my brother yesterday, I said, hey, you need to get a number 60 jersey because, you know, he's a fan. And he said, I don't think I'm going to get it. Why, man? That's, that's all you, man. That's what you're all about. He's like, I don't think he's going to make the team. So it made me realize that. And, and if you watch the show, they all realize that, man, I have to do really good to make the team. Are you coming in with that mentality every day? Or are you just coming like, hey, they get whatever they get from me? Or, hey, if I want to make this team because I'm honored, I'm blessed, and I'm privileged, I got to make the cut every day. As a manager, as a desk guy, as a finance manager, as a finance director, as a buyer, as a used car manager, as a GM, as an owner, I got to make the cut every day. Everybody's replaceable, guys. Trust me. Shit, I didn't even think the owner could be replaceable, but apparently they can't be. Okay? So everybody. When I tell you everybody's replaceable, everybody's replaceable. And I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that because you know what? That means we got to keep trying. Amen, amen, amen. I said welcome, man. We're really excited to have you here. I see the new guys. I've heard nothing but great things about you all with your attitude, with your energy. Please, guys, we need more salespeople. Who are we? Let's go, baby. Ah, Okay, let's go. It's going to work. <laughs>